Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and it's Tuesday, Boot Camp for Your Soul. So we're going to be doing lots of readings on the air, and today we're going to talk a lot about spirit guides, because I have a whole bunch of spirit guide stuff coming up, so I thought that we would talk about it this week on the radio program. All right. Yeah. So, you know, it sounds like spirit guides are actually working really hard these days because people are protesting all over the country. <laughs> well, true enough. Are the spirit guides down there with them? They, yeah, they have to be. Yeah, they have to watch over you no matter what. Even <laughs> right. when you're carrying a sign and yelling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Occupy Wall Street is still going strong and spreading throughout the country. There's Occupy Boston, Occupy Seattle, Occupy Tacoma even is happening. I'm, wow. I'm having enough time occupying my house, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that's another thing. So. Seriously, yeah. We, it's, it seems like it's overwhelming sometimes, I'm sure. I mean, it's amazing that these people are able to take so much time from their days and dedicate it to Well, when you've got a America. 10% unemployment rate right. um, or close to that, uh, you've got a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands. So. I think a lot of people are just kind of fed up with the fact that the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, and the uh, the bankers that uh, cause the uh, the recession aren't paying. <laughs> In fact, they're getting richly they're getting rewarded. Richer. Yeah, isn't yeah, that so. interesting? How even when a company falls, the vice presidents and the CEOs get they get the golden parachute. Yeah, bonuses, multi million dollar bonuses. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Golden parachute. Yeah, I love that phrase. So yeah, we had protesters here in Seattle um, over the weekend. Even um, I heard there were like a hundred arrests in Seattle or something like that. Uh, or, or no, Eric's giving me the the eyebrows. So maybe it wasn't that many arrests. I heard there were arrests in Seattle. There was a few. You mm. know, I'm not sure exactly how many there uh-huh. was, but overall, it seems like it's very peaceful and everybody yeah. seems to be cooperating you know there's a few people that are you know not uh you know willing to cooperate no matter what you do but that's you know you get that many people out and involved in stuff and of course you can have a few people that are stubborn right (laughs) well well, we hope that when you know when people work so hard to make a change like spending time away from their job or the unemployment line or whatever's going on for them that um, some change actually does happen. We hope that for people. Yeah, I think everybody will uh, agree. Well, maybe not, but I I think a lot of people will agree that uh, some change, some reform needs to happen Mm -hmm. so we don't Mm -hmm. end up in these kind of dire straits again. Hopefully right. that's not too controversial of a statement, no, but I, I, think, I, I it's, think it's true. Yeah, I think it's true. And, and that, you know, we need to think of the whole picture, not just how much money the bank is making. Right. How much money is everybody making? And, you know, are, are we paying a lot for these services that are unnecessary as well? Yeah. You know, interest rates and all of that, even with credit cards. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's why they call themselves the the 99 percent. It's because 1% of the country controls uh, most of the wealth of the country, right. whereas the lower 99% doesn't, uh, you know, does not. And right. uh, so, you know, that's that's a huge uh, difference, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Well, we're really happy that 
um, that everyone has a spirit guide. We know that you have at least one. I've never seen less than three actually around someone. And if you are out there protesting wherever you are in the country, we know your spirit guides are helping to keep you safe and warm and uh, hopefully your voice isn't too scratchy or hoarse. Well, let's talk a little bit about this, about spirit guides, because yeah. I, I know we've addressed it on the show, but we, we've got, you know, new people tuning in all, all the, the time, time. Yes, which is so wonderful. wonderful. Um, so what is the role of the spirit guide? And, and you know, how do you know who they are and, yeah. and how many you've got and, and what they're up to? Right. Well, you know, we pick our spirit guides before we come here. You know, if reincarnation is true, which I believe it is, uh, then you, you decide to come here. You go, oh, I'm going to go back to Earth again and spend another 50, 60, 80 years or 14. It depends on how long you actually end up living here on the planet. And now, why would anybody decide that? <laughs> this place is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just depends on what day of the week it is. You know, I personally love planet Earth. I love being here. Of course, I, I live in one of the most beautiful places in the world, in my opinion. So I love it here. It's Earth school. It is one of the lowest vibrational time-space realities in all the universes. But it, it has its own unique Petri dish where you can come here and be guaranteed that there are multiple opportunities to learn whatever it is that you want to learn, from unconditional love to personal power. It's, it's just relentless in terms of all the opportunities that you have to learn. So before you come here, because you kind of know it's a big deal to come here, and you also know it's one of the lowest time-space realities in terms of a vibration in the universe, so you ask beings who you believe are more evolved than you are to guide you during your time here. So that's who your guides are. And we choose several beans. Um, everyone has kind of their own number, if you will. And most people don't know that they have spirit guides or even who they are. And I think that one way that we can get in touch with them is through meditation. Or you can, you know, listen to the show today and I can talk to you on the airways and tell you about the guides that I see around you. So there's th- those are the best ways. The, the best way that I'm and there could be even better ways that I don't know about and maybe our listeners will clue us in but I learned my about my guides through meditation that's how I was introduced to them and uh and I you know talk and to them do you daily. know what their names are yeah. or do they not yeah. tell you them? well you know a lot of people ask me for me to tell them the names of their guides but right. guides really don't care what their names are mm-hmm. you know people beings who live outside of our time space reality they feel each other's energy they don't usually use language to describe oh I'm Jim or I'm you know Charlotte um but Names dropped into my head that are kind of weird, I think. One of them's normal. And what they want is for you to have a resonance with the name. Like it means something to you. You feel something when you speak it or think it, and then they know that you're asking for them. So that is what a spirit guide is in a nutshell. So what are your spirit guide's names? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Larry, Ginger, Betty. No, a Kozar is my Kozar. primary guide. All yeah, right. yeah. Weird name. I even tried to look it up on the internet. I could never find anything about it. Hmm. And then T, just the letter T is um, my other guide. Like and Mr. T? Like Mr. T, but it's a woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mrs. T. Mrs. T, but I just call her T, and she doesn't even talk very much, so maybe that's why she just has a letter to describe her. And then Jasmine, which is more of a typical name um, is my other guide. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and we'll talk to people about their spirit guides. Let's do it. Let's uh, pop over to Toronto and talk to Charles way up north. Great. Hi, Charles. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm doing great. Good. How's Toronto? Uh, Beautiful day here, a little overcast, but it's nice and warm. Ah, sounds wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. So do you have a question for me? Yeah, I I I, uh, I wanted a general health uh, okay. 
uh, reading. But if you can tell me what my guides are telling me about it, that would be uh, <laughs> very helpful. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, can what, I give you a hint, or should I just let you? I, I prefer to go cold first, okay. and then you can give me a hint, especially if I don't hit on whatever it is. But your health is highlighted, so... Okay. Um, you know, like if you were to show up in my office, I'd go, hmm, I'd be very curious. Your auric field is um, nicely expanded, so it's about five feet, um, you know, beyond your body. The average is about seven feet, but again, most people um, contract their energy. That's why I said yours is nicely expanded, so it's five feet. The healthiest that an aura can expand, or what I consider to be really healthy, is three city blocks. So really, the bigger your aura is, the more energy you have. available to use in your body. So your energy's, you know, about five feet around you, not a bad thing, but it's mostly gray. So one of the first things I think of is, you know, are you tired? Um, Are things a little bit more difficult for you right now? Just physically is how I would feel. Um, So stagnant energy has filled up the auric field, meaning that um, toxins even, physical toxins aren't leaving the auric field as quickly as they could. That means that Toxins aren't really leaving your body as quickly as it could. And so you may be mystified by some of the symptoms you might be having. Like they're not really huge, perhaps, but they're definitely maybe, you know, on your radar or you're wondering what they are. It could also be difficult even for people at times to be diagnosed um, when um, when the org field looks a little bit the way it looks for me. So have you been tired lately? Um, no, I couldn't say I have. That's good. That's good. That's good. So are you worried about your health or you just were curious about it then? Um, I've got a significant health concern. Ah, interesting. Okay. Um, I've got no symptoms. I feel great. Interesting. I exercise regularly. I do 5K two or three days a week. Uh-huh. I work out with weight, uh-huh. um, sleep good. So, uh-huh. and, um, and before you tell me your diagnosis, if, if you're going to, so, so let's look at this. You've already been diagnosed by a doctor. Energetically, yep. your org field you know, it's okay, but it's, you know, it's toxins. Tiredness is what I picked up on in terms of how it would be heavy. Um, So since, you know, you feel physically fine, but on an energetic level, I wouldn't put you in the, you know, in the great list, but not in the, in the bad list as well. That means a lot of what's going on for you that can make a change since you don't feel the symptoms is for you to start to feel your emotions because stagnant energy that builds up in the body or even the auric field it's from feelings unfelt. Do you, okay. Do you think uh, you feel your feelings? Not, 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 like, not like I could. <laughs> I guarantee you that. <laughs> like, like, do you cry? Because that's an important you know thing, what? too. Lately, I've had a few times to shed some tears, but it certainly isn't something I've done over the last few years. Well, and, he, and here's the good thing about, um, about, you know, and I'm very sorry for the diagnosis because that's probably why a few of the tears have been shed recently. Um, is that if you work on your emotions, it could drastically change your health, drastically change your health. So even if the doctors are saying, well, you need to take these medications, you're going to need to have surgeries, and of course you get to make all these decisions. And I I really don't know what the health issue is, obviously. You know, (laughs) obviously I don't. Um, But if you feel your emotions, you can make some drastic changes about them. I mean, about your health, drastically. And um, one of the things that when people have a lot of stagnant energy around their body, like it's heavy, it, and, and of course that can be an indicator of emotions unfelt, one of the parts of the body that, that takes in a lot of emotions is also our cardiac function and our lungs, you know, where the heart chakra is. So you can, um, through, of course, feeling your emotions, you can make a lot of changes in those two areas of your body really, really quickly. Okay. And do you eat healthy foods? I, I have, yes, for the last... 
six months. I'm okay. virtually vegetarian, not quite, but good. I'd say 95 to 100 percent, very close. Good, good. And how do you feel about, you know, the, you know, because you didn't know you were ill. Um, and so now that you've had, you know, this un, unhappy thing that the doctors talked to you about, how do you feel about your recovery? Because that's very important, too. I absolutely know I'm going to be fine. Good. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm calling you. I'm smiling. I'm happy. But just let me, over the last few years, I've lost a very good job. I've got a very lengthy marriage that's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And just in the la- and I thought I was just going to emerge from this um, and get things going, turned around again. And uh, about a month ago, I got a diagnosis of colon cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, uh, it, <laughs> I knew something was up, but I didn't know what. So I couldn't, so I, so I think my intuition was there. And as I said, my I really feel that I'm, as soon as I had got the diagnosis, I'd, uh, I, I immediately went and did some reading and started an alternative treatment. So I've been doing the alternative treatment as I've been going through the conventional steps with the doctors around here. Good. Um, and I feel really good about things. So can you, is there any indication from maybe my guides how the, the, uh, the alternative treatment going and if it will ultimately be successful? I don't have to go with a conventional treatment? <laughs> no, it's a really great question. It is. Well, first of all, just for your own you know, understanding, it's really difficult to feel symptoms of colon cancer. I mean, it's, you know, it's usually late signs that people will then go into the physician's office to um, have tests done. So it would be really hard to acknowledge you know, those type of symptoms because it's so deep inside of the body and so far away from our mind as well. Yeah, I had a few little discomforts in that area, mm-hmm. but I would never have guessed anything. Right. So just so you know, it would be very difficult to have that awareness inside, especially if feeling your feelings isn't your favorite thing, um, which, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, you know, right, you know, hence the problems with the marriage, but I'm, I am happy to that it's breaking up for you because I think that's going to free up your emotions for you. Your guides are very optimistic about um, your recovery. I always love alternative medicine. And I think, um, especially when things are acute, to go ahead with the conventional medicine while you get comfortable with the alternative is a great idea. I I think those are lovely. But colon cancer is from having repressed emotions, from not letting go, generally related to our childhood. Okay. So have you thought about having some therapy? I, I have thought about it, but I haven't gone there. Yeah, so that's what I would recommend because the colon is about um, not letting go whenever it has problems with it. And um, it's connected to the root chakra, which is all about growing up and your childhood years. Okay. So I would consider getting some therapy and just being able to express some emotions from that time of your life. It could help the conventional medicine work faster and, of course, then let the holistic medicine take over and let you use it throughout the rest of your lifetime. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. Anything else from my guides? Um, no, they're just, they're just excited that it, even ending the marriage is actually a really good thing, by the way, even though I, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but they're just excited about the marriage ending. So obviously it's good for both you and your partner. Okay. Well, that sounds good. We just told the kids about it last week. Oh so, yeah. I so, think it's uh, going to be a very good thing. I really do. I, okay, I absolutely great. do. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm so sorry about your recent health discovery and congratulations on doing hey, everything you can to make it better. It's all learning. I'll be fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> and make sure you cry, all right? I will do my okay. best. They, the tears come up, but sometimes they just don't come out. So <laughs> what I can do. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye-bye.
So we're talking about spirit guides today, and it's the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and we'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt, to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about spirit guides, and I will be teaching the last Stepping into Consciousness class on Thursday, and we're going to be talking about spirit guides as well. And then there'll be an all-day Saturday class on November 5th about spirit guides at the Redmond Town City Marriott. You can go to my website at energyintuitive.com and find out all about those lovely classes and the stepping into consciousness. You don't even have to register online. You can just walk in. Of course, we do kind of appreciate a phone call just so we make sure we have enough chairs in the room. So who do we have on the phone lines, Eric? Well, we're going to go to Eric in Bellevue. It's a different Eric in Bellevue, though. Uh, Spirit Guides uh, is what he wants to talk about. And, of course, that's what we're talking about on the show. So it it just ties right in. Wonderful. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hi. I'm doing pretty well, thanks. How are you? Good. I'm great. Thank you. Good. Well, I was wondering if you could tell me how the number of Spirit Guides Mm -hmm. I have. Yeah. You have nine Spirit Guides, which is... An indicator to me, um, whenever I say the number nine, it's a metaphor. It means that um, you're probably getting a little bit tired of hanging out on the earth plane. 
and um, future incarnations to this world are not on the top of your list. So you'll probably (laughs) incarnate in other time-space realities. Does that feel right to you? Yeah. Ah, yeah. So do you enjoy being here now? Um, I feel a little world-weary. Ah. (laughs) I think I felt that from a very early age. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Down. Yeah, it's very common. You know, people who are nines are like, oh, my gosh, okay, get me the heck out of Dodge. I'm kind of tired of this place, you know, and maybe tired with the lack of compassion worldwide. Sometimes that we feel in certain parts of the world, I should have said, um, or crime or, you know, just the the um, well, the unfairness yeah, there's, sometimes. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of unfairness and witnessing some of the suffering out there. Yeah. You know, at all different levels. So, And so what... So what I would recommend, since you're kind of on the countdown, like maybe, you know, five or less more lifetimes uh-huh. here on the earth. And of course, you have free will. You get to make all those decisions on your own, which you'll do when you um, leave this lifetime and you're on the other side, um, is to probably enjoy it as much as you can here. In fact, you might as well just make a lot of mistakes, you know, I mean, like really mess up, like really have do things that you think that you thought you would never do because you don't, you're not going to have that much time to be in a physical body here on this, you know, continuum. So you might as well just forget trying to be perfect or appropriate and just have a really good time. What do you think about that? Well, what immediately comes up is when that creates some negative karma. That Well, I didn't say go <laughs> rubber bank or anything like that, but like when was the last time you, you, um, swing or were on a swing set when was the last time you did that right a, a long time yeah you know just go have some fun right you mean like relax and just play and get the, yeah be yeah here and enjoy the, the good things in life absolutely because you here yeah because yeah. you feel to me so appropriate like you don't like to make a mistake so you're careful and i'm saying be less careful have some Got fun it. yeah okay in 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 terms of, well, I mean, the second part of my question was going to be, in terms of my guides and, you know, feeling healthier and being more present here and, you know, dealing with some of the health challenges I have, do they have any ideas about maybe doing past life work? So that's been on the mm-hmm. back line. You did the show a couple months ago that was really intriguing, and I've been thinking about it a lot and, and thinking about calling in about that. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think that's fair. I had something that information about perhaps doing past life work or reconciling some of the the previous lifetimes. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I always believe that whatever we're working on in this lifetime is a reflection of previous lifetimes, and I do think past life work is really interesting and fascinating. I absolutely do. So you certainly could, but what your spirit guides keep telling me is that you've done a lot to work on your health issues. It's you're kind of obsessed yeah. with it, actually. Um, and, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily, but what they say is that if you could, um, they say that you're afraid to really live. And so these health issues keep coming up to block you from really living because you get oh. sidelined by all the, the health issues that you have to take care of and the doctor's appointments and the constant attention you have to pay to your body. Yeah, and, energy, yeah. yeah. so if you could find ways to feel healthy, and to embrace more of the joy of life and not take everything so seriously and become less obsessed with your health issues, yeah. that might actually be more helpful. Okay. Um, How does that sound? That makes, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Okay. And keep me okay. posted, Eric. I would love to okay. know if, if your health 
issues start to change if you become more playful. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk to our next caller. We've got Lauren on the line calling from Mill Creek. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good, thank you. Um, I have been working um, a lot on just affirmations and letting go and um, trying to consciously hear and communicate with my spirit guides. Mm -hmm. And recently, I feel like I've gotten some very clear and some very direct communication. And the feeling of it is it's very exciting, um, but yet it's also very deeply calming all at the same time to sort of have a couple of um, pieces of information that I've received. And because I'm very new at this, I'm wondering if you could tell me, well, anything you want to tell me about my spirit guides, I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing is, if maybe you could provide some confirmation to me, you know, was that really them speaking to me? Am I on the right track? You know, et cetera. You know, one of the great things, and congratulations for connecting with your spirit guides. One of the great things about that is, because you live in a human reality, you get to find out if the information is authentic because mm-hmm. we have all the stuff we have to do all the time in our physical reality. We get to find out really quick if it's working, if it's helpful, if it's accurate. So so that's the great part, making notes of the information you get, and then you get to check it out. Is it true or not for you? Feeling neutral is a really good sign that you're getting valuable or invaluable information. Seriously, that's a very good sign that you're getting um, guidance from your guides. Um, I think you have three spirit guides, um, so uh, th- that's what it looks like to me. And that's a the people who have three guides are actually very good nurturers, and that's the nurturing sign when we look at numerology. So, um, have you noticed that you have more guides than three? Because I see this question mark over your head as I say three. Um, oh, I just didn't know what the three meant. Uh-huh. Um, but I no, I don't have any, um, you know, feeling one way or another about the number of guides. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I see three around you means you're a great nurturer. Your primary guide, because we have a guide that can never leave our side, where the other guides sometimes go to what I call the round table when we want to renegotiate um, some major life changes that we didn't set in motion before we incarnated, because we have free will. So let's say that someone comes to Earth and they decided they weren't going to have children, and then at 45 they go, <gasps> I want children. So their guides, you know, some of their guides run to the round table to help with adoption or to allow a pregnancy to occur, you know, in the 40s that's really healthy and all of those things. Um, And your primary guide's a male. And so Mm -hmm. did you not have a lot of male influence in your life growing up? Um, Just, I mean, I was in a home with my dad. I'm very close with my dad. Interesting. Um, but But I wouldn't say that he was the most involved. Okay. Although I love and deeply love him and we have a wonderful relationship, we're not, he wasn't necessarily deeply involved in the, uh, you know, parenting Uh and household and such. So, yeah, because what happens is when we choose the gender of a guide, um, it's because we anticipate um, generally a parent or, like in your case, not having a father that maybe it's emotionally bonded to his family. And so you have a, a primary guide who's a male who provides that emotional bonding to you during all, you know, your entire lifetime. Okay, yeah. because it's, I've had horrible challenges with my mom. Really? <laughs> very, yeah, a bit oh, abusive. I'm so and such. sorry. So, um, but my relationship with my dad was very positive. But I've had, you know, dating and such has been, I think I've chosen the wrong partners. Mm-hmm. And I've been working a lot to, you know, reframe and kind of, 
choose differently. So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know if that plays in, but I thought I would just, you know, <laughs> offer that. And then, and then you do date men versus women. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and so then the issues are, even though you didn't have a great childhood with your mom, you know, and she wasn't fun to hang, but she wasn't fun with anybody either. However, you would think you, your primary guide would be more female than male, but the issues mm-hmm. still continue around men versus women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why yeah. you picked that because you just figured a lifetime of challenges regarding men. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so sorry. It's kind of like, can I have a male and female as my primary guide, please? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so a couple of the pieces of information that I got actually is that um, I will be making some positive changes in career I agree. Um, coming mm-hmm. up, and also that I've met someone um, that I think we will have a, a really beautiful relationship, and um, we, we're not dating, but, I, but we've met, and I feel like, I don't know, I just have this really weird, deep feeling about that things will be progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, Later in 2011, but probably relationship in 2012, is that, are you getting the same thing or? (laughs) Well, the first thing I picked up on, I hadn't really picked up on relationship. I'm just listening to what you're saying to see if, how your insight goes with my insight. Definitely career. Absolutely big changes in your career. And I would focus on that number three, that you're a big nurturer so that you pay attention to how your career moves in that way. How can you provide nurturing and get paid for it in a way that fulfills you as well? Okay. That's really big for you. Um, what your guides are saying about this new dating person is ask a lot of questions, not only of him, but of yourself. How did I feel during that time we spent together? How do I feel about um, the time we don't spend together? Together, Really ask yourself a lot of questions so that you can choose wisely something that's really healthy and fulfilling for you in terms of the relationship. Okay. Because you tend to put your people who are nurturers tend to be more concerned about how other people feel. And, okay. and this is a partnership for you that you're considering either with this person or someone else in the near future. So you need to be really checked into what you're feeling. Are you happy? Is this moving forward positively for you? How do you feel okay. when you walk away from a date? Okay. All of those mean everything when it comes to choosing a partner. Okay. And then do you have any recommendation on how to stay grounded um, and excited um, you know, and, and maybe in the spiritual realm when um, you may be surrounded by close friends or family that don't necessarily have these same beliefs. Yeah, don't um, hang out with them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding okay. either. Okay. You know, okay. just hang out with them when you want to, but don't spend okay. a lot of time with people who can't be cheerleaders for you in your life and support you. I think that's okay. a big statement. Even when you're thinking about choosing a partner, you want to have someone who's going to be a cheerleader for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. We're going to take another break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Tuesday, Boot Camp for the Soul. We're talking about spirit guides, and we'll be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. No, you're not alone, and it's not just you. 
The things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world, and there is something you can do about it. Tune in for It's Not Just You with Lorelai Spiegelman, Susan Wayman, and Siobhan Mitchell, three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. Monday morning at 9 a.m. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10. Good gab, great guest. It's all about the art of dynamic living, shared by celebrated people from all walks of life, many with a claim to fame. Then at 11, the Gary Mance Show, two hours of mastery and mystery. From transformational teachers, it shows you how to get to where you want to go in life to lively discussions of the world's most perplexing paranormal phenomena. That's Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10, followed by the Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific on Alternative Talk, 1150. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Marie Menu Cherry Show. So, Eric, how are your spirit guides helping you on that remodeling project? <laughs> you know, I, I, I think they're uh, having a good laugh. They're just <laughs> kicking back and enjoying the show. They're drinking too much Diet Coke, are they? And they're not helping out? I don't know what they're doing, but... Uh, <laughs> But I uh, hope, you know, actually things are, are starting to come around um, with that. Uh, all Good. the projects are almost done. One more big thing to do. One more big check to write. Uh, but uh, after that, I, I think we'll be okay. And it looks like uh, all the apartments are now going to be rented. So, you know, I can start to think about That's other exciting. things. The spirit guides can help me with some other stuff now. So they got the, yeah, you're all rented out and things are getting done. And I can go have some some playful time. Some I hope fun. so. Yeah. It's, Lovely. you know, when you, when you concentrate on just one thing right. every day for a while, it <laughs> gets to be a little bit tiresome, I think. So it's nice to, to have it almost done. Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, that's lovely. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and find out what other people's spirit guides are doing for them? Yeah. Let's talk to Brittany and she's in Normandy, Mar- uh, Normandy Park. I bonked my head earlier. Can you tell? <laughs> hey, it's okay. We're all making it through the day. How's it going, Brittany? Good. Good. First I love I Normandy wanted... Park, by the way. Oh. It's so beautiful out there. Yeah. First, I wanted to just um, give a shout out to you and all of the amazing guests that you have on your show on Thursday. They're wonderful and have provided a lot of help for you know me and my life, as you have, too. So I to express my gratitude there. Thank you then, very much. Yeah. And then my primary reason for calling is actually um, about a mentor of mine. She's been having some health conditions mm-hmm. uh, with 
related to her esophagus, mm. and she's gone to see a lot of um, conventional doctors about it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to bring um, bring up the conversation, but I thought that I would call and ask if you had any insight mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. on that situation. Mm-hmm. And and so she's not getting the help that she wants conventionally? Um, she's been, well, she's been having this struggle for about three years. So that would be no. <laughs> yeah. But, but so I guess not. Yeah, and, well, she, she keeps following and she keeps kind of doing what right. they tell her. But it's and not changed is, anything. Yeah. yeah, nothing's getting better. And she's gone through surgeries and things. And she, and so I'm like, I would just, was concerned if something more immediate and pressing well, is really on. Well, well, the table. great thing is, is you know, when you know you're not being healed but by conventional medicine, it means that the answer is really going to be energetic, right? So, so that's the beautiful part of it, you know, because I, it just feels like a round robin to me, you know. Yeah. I, I almost feel like they can't even really understand what she's talking about, right? Um, so there's a lot of miscommunicating going on, and there's not a definitive diagnosis as well. Mm-hmm. So, and, and when there's not a definitive diagnosis, that's a good thing because that means it's more energetic than physical. Even though mm-hmm. she's feeling it and she's having symptoms, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, something that we can diagnose well through MRIs mm-hmm. or CT scans or ultrasounds and even surgeries aren't helping. So that means the work is really energetic. And the fifth chakra is all about personal power. Mm-hmm. So that means that somehow she is disconnected from her personal power. Yeah, because it's right there. Throat chakra, esophagus, right there, her personal power. And so that's only something that she can really look at first if she's willing to. And in fact, continuing to stay. And I don't don't know for sure if she's only staying with conventional medicine. She seems very frustrated to me and disappointed Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. saddened by it. And part of her power would be for her to start listening to herself. Mm -hmm. And what does her guidance say? Mm -hmm. Maybe not one more surgery. Because yeah. the last thing her esophagus needs is more scar tissue. Right. So, you know, this is a this is a, a, an area where she can take control and, and she's, you know, she can be somewhat fulfilled. Okay, I looked at conventional medicine. I did all the appropriate things. I'm not ignoring my health, right, which mm-hmm. is sometimes can give us a peace of mind, right? Mm-hmm. And then she really needs to start listening to herself and making decisions that are going to align with her own being that will empower her. And then she'll probably notice the symptoms going away. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of that fine line of where do you, you know, like for me and most of the people listening to the show, we're all about, you know, the energetic um, connection to our physical bodies. And for those people who might not be so open to it, kind of how to start that conversation. Well, you know, here's one of the things I've learned long ago about giving people advice is my job is not to follow up to make sure that they did it or that they weren't right. hurt by it or right. that I didn't step on toes. If, if I did that, I, I would be locked in my bedroom crying. <laughs> so your job, because I think you're a very good teacher. I've told you this before. I know exactly who you are. And, and you speak about this woman as a mentor, but we're mentors for each other. You know, when I yeah. teach a class, I learn as I hope that I teach as much as I learn because I learn a tremendous amount from the people who come to the classes every Mm -hmm. single time. So you're a mentor for her too. And Mm -hmm. your job is to express, you've been having this feeling for a long time. This didn't happen overnight about her health issue is for you to express it. Sometimes people have to hear something 10 times before it sinks in. And so if you're the first person to say it, 
please go say it quickly because she needs to hear it from 10 other people. So as, <laughs> as soon as someone can get it off their chest and yeah. have it expressed, then now the doors are open for the nine other people who can come forward and, and maybe the 10th person. You know, sometimes people come to see me and they go, oh, my God, you are so amazing. And what you said really rang true. And I am convinced I'm maybe the 10th person to say the very same thing to them, their friends or family or loved ones or they read it in a book has said to them, I may seem like I'm I'm the most amazing person when I'm the 10th person. When I'm the first person, I'm not the most amazing person. And so it's important to be comfortable with whatever a person says when they respond, when we're giving them heartfelt advice, but not take it personally, but follow our own intuition, our own guidance and express what really comes from our own soul. And that's the type of person you are. So I I just say, go for it and don't take it personally. Yeah. And then just any words of encouragement from my guides. I've been doing a lot of self-work the last six months, and, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm doing really well, um, but it's always nice to hear words of encouragement <laughs> to keep on the path. Well, you know, your guides adore you. You're one of the kindest people on the planet. I've told you that many times when you lay on my table. Um, yeah, you're just one of the kindest people on the planet, and your guides could never stop saying enough wonderful things about you. Okay, thank you, Marie. Okay, you're welcome. Have a great day. Enjoy you the too. Time. And have fun with your throat chakra telling your mentor about her throat chakra. Okay. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's talk to Patty in Renton now. Hi, Patty. How are you? Hi. Pretty good. Um, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to know how many spirit guides and if they have any messages for me. You have a lot. <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, it's not a bad thing. I just, I know how most people respond when I say they have a lot. They go like, oh, my God. But in your case, it's partially true. But you have 16 guides, which is a lot. I've seen more. And at one point, I had 27 when I was learning about energy medicine. All these guides came in to teach me more about herbs and, you know, to remind myself about holistic medicine, what I learned as a child just by hanging around with a lot of holistic people. And um, my mother, who has always a pharmacy of natural vitamins and supplements in her house. Um, But you have 16, and partially it's because you know you're really smart, right? Oh, I hope so. (laughs) You are. You're smart. And and so you're not easily convinced of anything. Correct. And you're stubborn. Uh, Very. (laughs) Yeah. So your 16 guides, they like to, because they feel that they, whenever they're teaching you something, they have to approach it from 16 different ways. Until you're convinced. Got it. So, so what they're, and they're laughing right now. They love you. They love your sense of humor. You have a great sense of humor. But what they're recommending is that if you hear something twice, give it some credit. Don't wait for 16 opportunities to arise. That could be years. So if you okay. hear something twice, investigate it. Get curious about it. Especially if you notice that your frustration comes up. That's really a defense mechanism. So if your right. frustration comes up, take a breath. Revisit yeah. the information maybe three or four hours later, but don't wait 16 opportunities. Got it. Okay? Hey, perfect. All right. Thank okay. you. Thank Have you. a beautiful day. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Tony in Seattle now. Hi, Tony. How are you? Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? First off, I wanted to say that I've heard nothing but good things about you from friends and family, and I'm really glad to be on your show. Oh, thank you so much, and thanks to all of them. That's very yeah, sweet. Of course. Um, well, I, I had a question that was kind of open-ended because I'm not really sure um, what to ask, but um, I'm just feeling a little um, inner unrest right now, and I'm not sure if it's related to 
me going to University of Washington, my living situation, my family, or my love life. So let me get reading and like help me understand. It's a lot, isn't it? You have a lot going on, and you're not the type of person who, you know, as soon as you have an opening in your life, you fill it up with something. So that's true. It's true. You don't you don't give yourself a break. And and right now, astrologically, although I'm not an astrologer, I risk. I wish Christopher Rindstrom, who's kind of our in-house astrologer, if you will, was on the show now, but he won't be for a few more months um, or weeks, I think. I'm not sure. At any rate, um, he would be telling all of us that things are kind of chaotic in astrology right now. We've got Uranus and Pluto and Saturn and everybody kind of kicking up some storms. And so for the last several weeks, people have been feeling on edge. And uh, even Alyssa and I on our way into the show, we were talking about it because weird stuff has kind of happened in my life and, and, you know, nothing bad, but just kind of weird. And we're both in her life, too, actually. And uh, so it can make bring on a lot of extra anxiety, like, wow, OK, it's already anxious causing it's almost Thanksgiving. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's still nice outside. Thank goodness. The holidays are upon us. Schools ha- have just started. So we've got a lot going on on top of just the energy of the stars kind of creating havoc in our lives. So what, mm-hmm. what your spirit guides are recommending is you do need to take some time up for yourself. Okay. You know, you, you give great advice to other people and people really do listen to you. That's one of your gifts. It's quite beautiful. Okay. Um, but Thank if you, you could, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> if you could take even 10 minutes to meditate, soak in a bathtub or take a 20 minute yoga class. Mm-hmm. Your guides say you don't need that much downtime, but okay. even 20 minutes would be phenomenal for you. Sure. And can you tell me, um, like, I, I'm i not sure if I'm communicating or listening to my guides. Could you tell me a little bit more, maybe how many I have and if I am listening? Or Sure. Um, I, I actually see eight. Um, okay. So eight's a really great number. It means that you're a fortunate person. Do you feel that way, that you're fortunate? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I really do, actually. Yeah, so you'll be lucky your whole life. <laughs> I feel like everything I've gone through, it's like, this This can't be coincidence. I must have luck on my side, so. Yeah, you do. Like, you have eight guides, which means that you're lucky. So that, oh, you, and you right. needed that, you wanted that in this lifetime, is to have less strife. And so that's why probably when you have a lot of stuff going on, plus the stars are acting crazy, you're like, wait a minute, I am so anxious, but I have this great life. What's going on? So mm-hmm. meditation yoga, the bathtub. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, I, I yeah. think I was already on the path of putting yoga in my life. It's just, uh, Good. Well, it's, it's been a goal. So. Well, and, and, oh, yeah. and to answer there. your question better, your guide said that they have been sending you the message for yoga for a while. So if you can go back and pay attention, just like you just did, you kind of did a little inventory. Oh yeah. Yoga. That's <laughs> what it feels like when your guides okay. are communicating to you. Sure. Sure, I understand. Good. Thank yeah. you. Have that a, helps me a lot. Good. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's you. say hi to my daughter. She's on the campus somewhere today. So <laughs> I'll be out for her. Thank you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> bye bye. All right. All right. Let's talk to Joy in Kirkland. Hi, Joy. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, thanks. Thanks so much for taking my call. You're welcome. What can I do for you today? Well, I'm wondering if you could tell me how my aura looks, and if there's any health problems that I should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were in my office, and hopefully I'm doing a better job than my first reading of the day, <laughs> if you're in my office, I wouldn't be that worried about your health. Okay. You know, your your name kind of moves through your energy system. So when people can authentically feel happy, uh-huh. it actually enhances their health. Oh, wow. And, and the reason why I say authentically is because 
like the first caller that we had, you know, he wasn't really in touch with his emotions. So he doesn't know when he's sad, let's say, you know, and if you don't know when you're sad, then you can't cry about it or address it makes it more challenging. I know that over the last five years, you have been working more on feeling your feelings for yourself Mm -hmm. because you're great at feeling it for everyone else. Right. (laughs) I think so. Yeah. I think you are too. So, so, I'm not worried about your health. You do have a tear on the third layer of your auric field. It is kind of large, actually. So the third layer of the aura, it, all the chakras and all the auric f- parts of the auric field communicate to each other, but they also have specific meaning. So the third layer of the field is the mental plane. It has to do with your thoughts, and it connects to the solar plexus, the third chakra. Of course, it connects to all the chakras, but in one point, it has a strong connection to the solar plexus, which governs the immune system. So although I'm not worried, and I'm really not worried about your health, I Uh would pay attention to your mental thoughts so that you can have this tear um, taken away. In fact, there's an an exercise. Do you have the book um, Hands of Light by Barbara Brenham? No, uh-uh. Okay. And and when my book gets released, you can do the scan at the back of the book, and it will do the very same thing. It'll just take longer, okay. I think. But there, if you borrow the book or go, you know, purchase it, there's an exercise for the auric field, and I would do it. It's almost like Qigong. It's just a movement with oh. your arms and then bending your knees and then a visualization of your aura. And that will – I'm actually working on the tear right now. Okay. Um, but, you know, we don't have that much time together. Sure. So I would do the exercise. And that way, when you're in public, you won't feel like – the tension because sometimes being in a large um arena like Mm -hmm. watching sports publicly Mm -hmm. um can affect um, a person's energy system when there's a tear in the third layer of the field okay so i've I've been feeling this weird feeling in my neck up into my ear so you don't see anything there the only thing that i see in terms of the weird feeling is that your guides are talking to you oh okay so what are they saying (laughs) it's a really good question so in the weird feeling, it's not pain in the neck? No, it's yeah. just, it's like an energy feeling under right. my chin on my right side. Uh-huh. And I, it's no pain. I mean, it's not, it doesn't feel physical. It's like, that, it's just this energy feeling. Yeah, your guides know. are definitely talking to you. They're talking to you about what you want to do in the world. Okay. Have you thought about that? A lot lately. Yeah, so, so I would meditate with, okay, because your ears are now calibrated. That feeling that you have is that you're now calibrated to be able to auditorily hear what they have to say. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so you want to feel positive about that and feel confident about that. Mm -hmm. And then go into your meditation and allow yourself to take in the information. It's going to be about you helping others. I know that for sure. Yeah, but I just think about it all the time. Yeah, Yeah. so congratulations. Oh, cool. (laughs) Okay, I will do that. I'll do some meditation. I have not done that, and I know it's something I need to start doing. Wonderful. Congratulations. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You sure. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Our last caller today is going to be Anna in Bellevue. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. And what is your question? Um, I'm interested in anything you can tell me about my spirit guides and mm-hmm. anything that they, any messages they have for mm-hmm. me. I try to um, talk to them and ask questions, but I don't feel... Like, I'm completely confident in mm-hmm. hearing what the answers are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel your happiness is? You know, like um, on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, 1 is, of course, really depressed. 10 would be over the moon excited. And then there's a whole bunch of space in between. So where do you think you would be? I don't think my happiness is really great. Yeah. Probably below, probably on the bottom half of the 
scale, I would say. I'm in a five. So that's where yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. And and so what they're talking about is they think that you're very good at reading. In other words, you have enough skill sets from previous lifetimes about intuition and multisensory ability that you can truly connect to your guides and get all kinds of information and just everything. You know, everything's alive with energy. Like um, even this table that's in this recording studio is alive with energy. It's, you know, trillions of subatomic particles communicating to Eric and me and the room and everything all the time. Um, But you need to have your vibration elevated so that you can actually sense that. So you need to get happier. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how. Okay. Well, there's one exercise. Um, I'm not the founder of it. Even Esther and Jerry Hicks, who are the ones who talk about it in contemporary times, say that they aren't the original um, thinkers of this. But it's called the 17-second exercise. And what you do is you stop your mind. You think of something that makes you feel happy. And I don't care if it's chocolate, sex, the beach. I don't care what it is. And then once you start to feel happy... You, f- you hold the feeling for 17 seconds. If you drop the feeling, you start all over again, and you start feeling happy again for 17 seconds. Okay. That's your homework assignment five times a day. Five times. Okay. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Thank you That's so much good. for calling in. Have a oh, beautiful thank day. Thank you so much for everything. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So we are live here. It's Tuesday Boot Camp for the Soul. And, you know, we're going to be back on Thursday. We're going to talk about spirit guides again because the guests that we were going to have had a little mix-up in their own calendar. Spirit guides apparently asleep on the job. Apparently, (laughs) yes. You know, well, we've only had it twice where, well, this is the first time where someone's messed up on their calendar. Mm -hmm. And then we had someone who, well, I guess it would be a mess-up too, where they didn't call in. Like they didn't figure it out till after their agent called them and said, Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> well, we've only got about uh, 80 seconds here. Yeah. So uh, if we're going to be talking about spirit yeah. guides again on Thursday, we I'm are. looking forward to that because I still have a lot of questions. I'm so glad. You know, like for instance, if yeah. spirit guides are there looking out for us, can they intervene in our lives and, and change things? I mean, I, obviously yeah. a lot of bad stuff happens to people. So yeah. are spirit guides asleep on the job or are some people just job. not? Don't have spirit guides. We have free will. It's about consciousness. Like there's this whole thing about consciousness, like, you know, like about your remodeling job. I think one of the things you're learning in life is to be more optimistic, you know, and because when things start to happen, you know, our mind starts to go into all those places and we're actually attracting things when we're thinking about them. So the spirit guides will be like, relax, grab a Coke, sit back with us, Eric. It's all going to be fine. (laughs) Instead of stressing out about it. All right. All right. right. Well. Obviously, we'll have more about <laughs> more this to on talk Thursday. About yeah. it on Thursday. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, Eric and I enjoy talking to our callers and talking about everything here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Until Thursday, joyful blessings. Bye bye.